Welcome back, everyone, to the Xamarin Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest and greatest in mobile development for Xamarin developers, covering the world of Xamarin, .NET, Azure, and more. I'm Matt Sokup. And I'm James Montemagno. And oh my goodness, October is here. This is ridiculous. I don't understand what is happening. All the leaves are falling. Everything is crazy. It's also give month. I just put up an Xbox Series S on our charity drive. I'm so excited to give back and donate funds and do time, all that good stuff. It's a great, it's a great time. I'm 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 scared that it's October, but also excited, Matt. I'm super excited. My giving is giving out all the kids in the neighborhood candy, but secretly hoping that nobody shows up so I get to have the candy for it's Halloween here in the States. I'm not sure if anybody celebrates Halloween outside of the U- U.S., but that's what I'm excited for. Free candy. Free candy. I'm going to do we're going to do COVID safe bags and the goal and this is going to be a tricky one, right? Because, you know, in life. When you're a kid and you're trick or treating, there's you know some neighbors, some people that like put out a bucket of candy. They're like, "Here's a bucket of candy." They don't want to deal with you, but they're like, "Hey, here's a bucket of candy. Take one piece." And you know you're not going to take one piece, Matt. You're going to take all the pieces. Take and one bucket. Take yeah. <laughs> that bucket's mine. Thank you very much. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like what we want to do is we want to put little bags, like do bags ahead of time. Like, you know, you know, bags that they can grab that have candy in them. The problem there is how do you make sure the kids don't grab all of the bags? You know, you stay, stay six feet away and you just watch them with your arms crossed because you can look super mean as just part of your Halloween costume. It could be mean James. That's what you have to go as. I was thinking about getting, you know, just a little security cam that has the microphone. There's watch it. And then when they, when they come up to grab the, only take one bag or I will track you down. Um, I don't know. Maybe it could be a thing. So sounds like a good, good way to spend your Halloween scaring kids. I I think so. It's Halloween. I don't know. It's it's, we're going to try to make it so it's not canceled this year, but we'll see what happens in our neighborhood. So uh, it's crazy times. All right. Well, stay safe, wear a mask, stay socially distanced as always. But if you are indoors, which you should be, I'm indoors all the time. I never leave. You can be building apps for iOS 14 with Xcode 12 today. Whitney put out an awesome blog post um, just a little bit after the GM, the gold masher dropped. Um, and of course, everything's open source. So you could have grabbed the things that were in process anyways. But yeah, things are built in. You can go grab new builds of uh, iOS for .NET, uh, build your iOS um, apps for, for Xamarin and Xamarin Forms applications. And what's really cool too is that in this blog post, she showed how to embed some of those native controls into apps using Xamarin Forms XAML. So like the UI color well, um, you can just drop that in your app because there's native views, which are, you know, you can do iOS colon and just put anything in there. And it's cool to see just here's an app with the color well and boom, there it is. It's uh, really astonishing, actually. It's really, really neat. But you get all the cool features um, that are in in iOS 14. Um, and she works walks through doing, you know, updates to map kit, core location, clock kit, kit, screen time, accessibility, nearby interactions as well. So you can go and and give it a look. And there's even a whole document. There's docs. There's docs and they're ready to, to install and get going and ready to go. Nice. I love it. I was reading through that blog post and I saw that XAML in there right away. And it kind of was like, what is this? It took me a while to click in that we were just showing native views. And I was like, wow, you can now write XAML in iOS apps? 
well, you can kind of backwards. You can use iOS native stuff in Xamarin uh, Forms apps, right? So it's kind of, kind of, sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah, super cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty neat. Like you can do it now. You just install either um, on Visual Studio for Mac or Visual Studio on Windows. I still haven't updated <laughs> the Xcode yet. Um, I'm just, uh, you know, just a little lazy, I guess. Um, but one thing that's really neat that I want to point out here is that there's a brand new, um, people have been asking about widgets, you know, about widgets in iOS 14. Yeah. It makes the phone look just like a uh, windows windows, the old windows phone. Is that what we're talking about? Or at least it looks like an Android phone from like 10 years ah, ago. I, I have oh, never yeah. used Android, so I have no idea. Mm, okay. Yeah. Now well, the widgets are awesome. I definitely recommend them and widgets, uh, have to be built with uh, swift UI. Um, and there's actually a really neat thing, which is we're calling them hybrid applications, which enable you to build a Swift um, and Swift UI extension for Widget Kit and embed that into your iOS application written with, with Xamarin or Xamarin Forms. This is super neat because um, as soon as Xcode supports the thing, you can just drop it in. And in this um, guide, it sort of walks you through doing that. And it's really easy. In fact, inside of your um, iOS project, you just say um, additional app extensions and you give it the name and the location and it, and it knows how to bundle it together. It's crazy. Super cool. Love that. You know what else is, it's not exactly a new release yet. It's a new release preview is a Xamarin forms five, five. is out five, 5.0 is out on the street. You know, here's the funny thing about this, you know, in Xamarin forms five, the team is finally going to take up, oh, finally, that's a bad word, is going to take all the features that were in experimental and bring them over in the finally GM Goldmaster release. Brushes, carousel view, drag and drop, radio button, shape, swipe view. That was all in alphabetical order because I read them off a list. All of those features are now there in fully supported production GA, GM, whatever you want to call it, they're there for you to use. You don't have to set the flags anymore. So that's just one thing that we have with the Forms 5. And um, I've been using the the brushes for a little bit that do some some gradient work. That's that's works great. My gradients do not look good, but that's on me because I'm not good with colors. But I'm sure everybody else is better than me. But you can do your paths as well. Um, Draw, draw that image circle. Take over from James's um, image circle NuGet package. You don't have to use that any longer. No more maintenance for you, James, on that one. That's right. Should be, should be a little bit nice. And um, we can also do the like radio buttons, uh, do templating with UIs, drag and drop. And finally, the carousel view. That's out there. Everybody loves it, knows it, likes it. It's there. Yeah. It's there. Right? Yeah. It's a super neat release because you're right. Like basically every, all those features that we've talked about for months on the podcast, I've used in production, right? And I've always thought they're pretty much the ones that I've used production ready. Now I'm sure there's bugs and there's things that maybe I just didn't hit. Um, but that's the whole thing with this release is, um, you know, continuing performance updates, but making sure that those, um, those features are, you know, stable production ready. Um, and that's huge, right? Because, you know, as Xamarin 4X series continued, they added new features and you could try them out and you could use them. But there's always that little feature flag that you'd have to set, which is always a little annoying. If you forgot them, your app would crash and then you'd have to go turn it on. 
And it's there. And this, this means as a library developer too, if you want to use these things, you no longer have to document anything. You can just take a dependency on Xamarin Forms 5 and then boom, you're good to go. I'd also say here, some other really great updates in this, which is that um, UI WebView, which was this old um, thing in iOS, has been finally removed fully. That should not have any impact on anybody because all the new stuff is already there, but you no longer have to put any special flags or anything to make sure that stuff is removed from your app. Also, they renamed Master Detail Page to Flyout Page, I'm pretty sure, which is a much better representation of it. And we'll talk about a little bit later, there's a big investment in the Xamarin Community Toolkit. So we'll talk about that later on, but definitely go check this out. And while you're there, check out another awesome preview that you can start using today, which is Xamarin Essentials 1.6. We've talked about it quite a bit, but even since we had, we the and the team and the community have put even more features in. I call this sort of the media edition, but it really includes a bunch of features, including Mac OS support, a media picker, app actions, a contacts API, I'm a file picker. Uh, what else does it have in it? Um, screenshot API, haptic feedback, and also some additions to other existing APIs like permissions that have been updated too. And I got really excited um, with Camtasia and I made a <laughs> one minute video and I use every single transition in, in, in Camtasia between the different features. Cause I think it's really neat just to kind of say like, here's everything that's in it. And you can kind of give it a look and, and, uh, grab a bunch of stuff and, and leave feedback too. Um, and all the documentation is already up. So you can go take a look at the docs and all the release notes too. So you'll definitely want to dive through there. Um, but it's making stuff so much easier, like app actions, which used to be like when you long press on a, on a, on a app, you can now do it with like one line of code. It's astonishing. Amazing. So, Jay's, I do want to ask you one question. It's very serious. Did it take you longer to do that one minute video with Camtasia with all those transitions than it did to write the entire 1.6 release? That's correct. Yes. I would say that the video took probably a day and a half. And then the, no, I would say the document, the docs. The blog post was pretty quick. I would say that the blog post took about the same amount of time to write as the video took to make, but I think it was worth it in the long run. But then the documentation is pretty tedious. Like there's a doc that you'll see linked to. It's called the platform support doc. And I'll also link it here for you to take a look at. Um, so one, it's usually not that big of a deal when we just add a single API. It's this beautiful grid of checkboxes and X's that are all accessible, by the way. You can hover over any of these and they have alt tags that pop up on top of them. You can tab through them and they give you nice declarative things. But we added an entire new platform with Mac OS. So I had to update every single one of these so you can go see what's supported, what's not supported um, through all of them. It's kind of crazy uh so those are all there yeah yeah it's tedious but it's super important to have that little grid out there yeah it's, it's nice yeah super nice yeah we'll include that in the show notes so you can go out there and appreciate james's hard work but in a super quick compact easy to understand form yeah, just for the, 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 the docs are the only thing that I really did. Um, the nice thing in these blog <laughs> yeah, posts yeah, were, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for Xamarin Forms 5, Xamarin Essentials, you'll see this beautiful list of contributors. Uh, huge shout out to the community for really, you know, coming together, making great PRs and the team, of course, uh, John Dick and Matthew Leibowitz on the Essentials team, uh, really, you know, getting through the PRs, adding new features and, and pushing these releases out. So it's awesome to see 
community team and me sitting behind a keyboard for a day and a half writing up all the documentation because docs are important. Docs are important. Super important. At least that's what we have to tell ourselves, James, because we don't do anything else really, you know, other than, you know, a podcast once in a while. But that's very true. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but no, anyways, you mentioned that, uh, forums is open source essentials is open source and October in addition to getting candy is also known as Hacktoberfest and Hacktoberfest is you can get free swag, but what else is it all about is that you really can contribute to, um, various open source projects and you get free swag once you get, um, the PRs in and accepted. And so one of the great ways to get one of those PRs in and accepted would be through Xamarin Community Toolkit. And uh, we touched on it before. We're going to talk about it a little bit here right now is what is the Community Toolkit? Well, the way I like to think about it is, is that it's this toolkit with just a bunch of great, um, would you say like miscellaneous features? It's Hey, how about a toolkit? A bunch of things that help make your life better, like converters or like some effects or behaviors or uh, UI stuff. Take them, put them in to this new get together, and you have like this huge <laughs> toolkit to make your apps better. And so, of course, we're out there taking uh, PRs to help. There's a whole issue list. Take PRs to make this toolkit better. And take a peek at it. I will put the uh, um, list uh, the for the, well, first to the blog post where Gerald goes over and explains what we're doing and then over to the community toolkit GitHub repo so you can see what's going on there and uh, put in a PR. This, this one looks a lot of fun and it's going to be impactful because people are going to use it as it's going to be just great, super helpful. Yeah. And when I was making that video for Xamarin Essentials, I also made a video for the Xamarin Community Toolkit because I pulled down their repo. Um, They have a beautiful sample application with some of their UI controls, like their avatar view, range sliders that are built in. Um, They have tons of like converters and behaviors like you showed, animation um, support, slide menus, a camera view and um, media elements. So some of those things are coming from Xamarin uh, forms um, into the community toolkit uh, in general. So it's kind of nice just to sort of see these things come together uh, into it and hopefully, you know, get a bunch of awesome contributions, get yourself a free, sweet, free swag. It helps set up the swag um, store. So it's pretty sweet. Um, pretty excited. The You'll be able to get lots of swag. Let's just say that for, for meaningful contributions. So definitely, give that a look. Um, and some fun things. We had some great, um, additional blog posts that came out this last month. Um, one is from our good friend, Timothy, who's the uh, maintainer of fabulous, which is a functional F sharp app development platform, uh, for, for Xamarin forms to build cross platform apps with Xamarin forms. He did a few Xamarin shows, uh, recordings with Don Syme. And, uh, I also asked him to, to, to do some blog posts. And this is cool because he breaks down sort of the differences between MVVM and MVU and how sort of F sharp can, you know, kind of help out in, in different situations. And if you're an F sharp developer, there's a great way for you to build applications, uh, in general. So I really like that. Some of the cool tooling they have built in, but it's a great deep dive on how to, to get started. And he also links to, um, both of the the videos that we wrote, one of them, I have a beard and one of them, I don't, it's a little creepy to look side by side, but they're there. Um, so definitely give them, give that blog post a, a look. 
Yeah, I mean, if you don't know anything about functional programming, like me, it's just it's a great overview to go through and get get an idea of what MVU model view updates all about. And um, don't let the samples just because they're in F sharp dissuade you. It's actually it's you can go over and, and know what's going on, even if you're just a C sharp developer, just like me. So yeah, definitely give this article a view. And, and speaking of James, like you get there's young James in one of these videos and then there's James old James with the beard and one of these videos. So yeah, it's, you gotta love it. Gotta love it. And, uh, this other thing, James is, um, over during the ignite keynote that we just had Satya, um, mentioned a couple of different customers that uh, Microsoft had and some of the cool apps that we did for them or helped them do. And one of them was the Academy of motion picture arts and sciences. Otherwise known as the Oscars, mm-hmm. you know, like the movie, the movie people, and they have an app, TVOS, iOS, and Android that was done with Xamarin. Yeah, <laughs> ta-da! You know, you know that's super cool. Like you know, the Oscars are using Xamarin and Azure to build out their well, infrastructure and their and the, and their application experience, and that's that's pretty amazing. And a lot of times when we're out speaking at conferences, when we're we could go out but get questions from from various developers, is who's using Xamarin? And like you can say, well, the Oscars are, and the Oscars are doing it um, for really. I mean, this app does it kind of delivers like a custom ticketing system. And it helps them also like control the distribution and management of and security of that ticket to to events. And you can imagine how important the ticketing to the events are because there's probably some very high profile people at these events, right? And um, so, and you can also do some various streaming with the app as well. I mean, it's TVOS, and that's paying for your TV, right? So it's going to be streaming there. And I mean, so they're using a lot of low level, when I say low level, I mean native functionality, but they're doing it with Xamarin. So that really shows off the fact that Xamarin apps are native apps, as well as their iOS and Android apps are Xamarin forms. So uh, we have linked, you know, a brief overview of what the um, Alex Blount did a uh, customer showcase. And then we have a link there showing to the full showcase itself, which is like a white paper of um, what the app does as well. And Sweeky and I did a podcast uh, two weeks ago, we released it, a special edition of the Xamarin podcast with the development team for the Oscars, where we just asked them, you know, what it was like to build with um, Xamarin for tvOS or iOS and Android, as well as doing some Azure stuff with it too. So it was actually a really interesting, interesting listen. Yeah, super cool. I mean, the Oscars are using Xamarin, which is amazing, James. Just amazing. It's super neat. Yeah, I always love hearing all the awesome things that developers are building uh, with .NET and and Xamarin. And yeah, you can also go to xamarin.com slash customers. And also there's the, the Oscars are, are listed there, but also um, a bunch of other amazing developers that are building apps with Xamarin. So definitely give that a a look as well, which is cool. We'll put that in the show notes. That brings us to our cloud news. What you got for us, Matt? Yeah, so what I wanted to mention, usually we start talking about like, oh, we have this blog post or we have this brand new product release. But what I wanted to call out today is something, it's like a conference, kind of, sort of, but it's all online and it's called create colon serverless. So 
what we, um, Microsoft, have been doing is we have these, these half-day conferences. We'll be calling them Create Colon Something. So, like, there's a, a Microsoft Create, let's say, Powerful Apps or Microsoft Create Startups. And so this one is Microsoft Create Serverless. And you can imagine what that talks about, all serverless technology. And so we have some folks like uh, Jeff Holland was in there talking about uh, serverless best practices, which is if you want to get up and running with service, serverless, you definitely want to talk, you know about that. And uh, Anthony Chu is in there talking about durable functions. We even talked about uh, creating low code serverless applications for your uh, power apps folks and um, GraphQL. So like, there's only like nine of these videos It's meant to be consumed like in a half day when it was live. Each of these are like only 20 minutes long. But it's a great way to just go over and get uh, an overview of what serverless is. Starts at the top and then kind of goes down and uh, gets even into like security of serverless and um, observability and stuff like that. So you can go from zero to, let's say, 201, maybe even 301 in the course of, you know, just a handful of videos. So it's yeah, pretty cool. Very cool. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. In fact, if you want to watch more stuff, I figured a new segment we can kind of talk about really quick. I'll run through where new videos that you can watch, um, stuff that have come out on the Xamarin show or on the YouTube channel. Um, some cool ones we did with the community. Um, first was uh, one on snippets. So creating snippets for Xamarin forms uh, specifically, which was cool. Um, Damien Dumer came on, who's a, a Microsoft MVP, to kind of walk through some of his uh, snippets that he used uh, in you know, today as he's developing apps, which is fun. So we can write less code. One of my favorite ones is actually one that I did with Leo Maris Reyes, uh, another Microsoft MVP. And she walks through building beautiful UI with Xamarin step-by-step. Um, step. And she builds out a user profile page um, live, basically just walks through all of it, which is cool in her blog. She goes through and does this all the time. So I had her come on and do it live and, and go through it, which I thought was fun. Um, and talking about live, we also, of course, had our Xamarin community standup, which was super exciting. Uh, Maddie and David um, had Theodora Tataru on, uh, who has also done a guest blog post on her College Diary app, which is now out into the world. She was also on .NET Rocks. Um, she also later went on on .NET Live, which is really exciting. And she's about to do another blog for us, which is really cool on this app that she built using Xamarin and .NET and a bunch of awesome integrations. So all sorts of really cool things um, that uh, you should definitely go watch and give it a check. It's really cool to see not only what everyone is building, but also just to kind of talk through those. I mean, um, she did this awesome job of just talking through like the problem of like how the solutions, you know, she was a student learning Xamarin and C Sharp and everything for the first time. So it's cool to hear her story and, and, and hear her talk through it, which I think was super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that that whole app is the, the story behind it is just amazing, and it's good to see somebody go from learning to really pushing out a really really polished app. Yeah, want to talk about the Azure Service of the Month, James? Azure Server of the Month. It's the service. It's the service of the month. We just worked on that. You got it down note for note. We were working on that on the theme song right before the podcast. Yep. I didn't think you'd get it. I didn't think you remember it. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. Done. Nailed it. Yeah. So I don't know if this is actually our product or a service, but it's cool enough for me to talk about it. Is Azure Bastion? Mm. 
have heard of it. I never heard you, of it. You know what? Uh, John Galloway on my team, he told me something about this when we were doing something with VMs and he tried to explain it. And I was like, that sounds cool. And then I, I, you know, no, I think he still might be using it, but explain it because I, I still, I need some help. All right. So yeah, totally does with VMs. So let's say you need to use a VM, but you don't want to remote desktop into it, or you don't want to do even worse SSH into it. What Azure Bastion does is it lets you get at it over a web browser. So like you're just using a web browser to open up a new tab to say, you know, let me connect via Azure Bastion. And there you are over a web browser tab. You are now on your virtual desktop or your VM, your virtual machine. Right. And so there's a whole bunch of like reasons behind what you can do now is that you don't have to actually open up on your virtual machine an RDP or an SSH port. You're now able to get at, I mean, it doesn't, you know, it's because you're going through um, SSL or TLS. It's kind of like all running over the Azure backbone, right? Your virtual machine's not really open, but it is, and you can get at it, but the ports are blocked off. You know, like there's this whole other, you know, cool stuff going on in the background that I don't really understand because it's all networking stuff. But the point is, is that you can get at your virtual machine like you were sitting at it through a web browser. Super cool. Azure Bastion. Check it out. Whatever the theme song was. Azure Bastion. It lets you get to your VMs. Through a web browser. Bum, bum, bum. Pick of the pod what you got for us, Matt. Oh, man. See, that's... We have nothing down on our sheet. And I'm thinking, man, I haven't programmed, developed anything in years, it seems like. So I don't know. But then I thought there was something that we were talking about. And it's it kind of is sort of like a pick of the pot. And it's not out yet. So it is coming very, very soon. Is when we were talking about it before is has to do with documentation. But this is even better. Is that we're coming up with some Microsoft Learn modules about hmm. .NET. And I'm working on one. You're working on one, and it's going to be like an intro to .NET type stuff, which a lot of our listeners don't need. But there is some of them that, you know what, let's let's get going on the whole .NET stuff. And so that's my pick of the pod is that we're going to have essentially, like, what, what would we call it, James, a .NET 101 coming out? Yeah, just introduction to .NET. 101. Yeah, basically there's that. Yeah. Build your first app with .NET, I would say, yeah. you know, um, really exciting to really add on top of that is, is, uh, worked really tough, uh, with the team, uh, over on learn and documentation and my team, we all worked really close together to build a new Microsoft learn for .NET landing page. So when you go to Microsoft learn, which we've talked about many a times, you can now go to products and you'll see .NET there. And that's where the Xamarin stuff is, but also the desktop stuff, ASP.NET stuff, Everything is there. And this is beautiful landing page where you can see all the most popular modules. You can find everything. Um, uh, Nish on my team has um, been working on a bunch of new modules for ASP.NET Core and microservices, which is super fun and exciting. Um, that That's really cool. But I'll tell you my pick of the pod. My pick of the pod is going to have to be, I got to find it now, uh, Fritz, Fritz and Friends. Um, from our good friend, Jeff Fritz, who has this thing called the Stream Deck Toolkit. This has nothing to do with Xamarin, or does it? We'll put it in the show notes. But um, I'm a big fan of this thing called Stream Deck. In fact, uh, next week on the 14th at the Seattle Mobile.net user group and the .NET virtual user group, 
I'm going to be doing a talk on building Stream Deck plugins with C Sharp. And uh, Jeff has this um, toolkit that enables you to build little plugins, little things that can go onto a Stream Deck with C Sharp and .NET. And this is super cool because I have some apps like my Stream Timer and my COVID app, and I can build with C Sharp little plugins. And this is cool because if you had a desktop app or a mobile app, you could have like a companion that's built in and you can run C sharp and .NET code inside the stream deck. It's, it's crazy because it, it's built with .NET core, but it's built into it. So, and it's, it's bananas because the, the code doesn't run on the stream deck. Obviously the, 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 the stream deck just has like a you know web socket protocol for like updating stuff, but you know, that's running on your computer. And since .NET runs everywhere, you can build these plugins. So I, I just think it's really cool. It's like yet another thing that you can do with .NET and C Sharp that, you know, I didn't know that you could do before, but now you can. And I've been live streaming about, streaming about it on my Twitch as well. And it, it's just cool. It's just a neato thing. That is super cool. I'm going to just pretend that it is actually running on a stream deck, if that's okay with you. Sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. It's in the computer. Uh, well, there you go. Nice, short, sweet to the point. It's uh, your monthly Xamarin update. Now, of course, you did you did a, a, a the podcast with Sweeky here, right? On this one, are you going to keep yep. doing new new special secret podcasts? Yeah, the new special secret podcast. The idea first one we did was with the Oscars crew, and the next one we have coming out with with this app called Seeing AI, and. It, think you might have heard of this that one yes james yeah I, have. I, I cry every time that i watch the video because socket was like told me a lot about stories and we, we had him on merge conflict before talking about accessibility and a bunch of other things with seeing ai and sort of this vision and, and all this you know just you know the vision ai and seeing and like all these amazing things that you can do so you're gonna you're doing a whole podcast with him and yeah yeah, so it's what we're doing is having somebody from our mobile customer advisory team who's helped out with the app, helped building it, as well as a customer. And previously, it was the Oscars or Sakib for the Seeing AI, and they're they're talking about the experiences uh, that they went through developing the app, using whether it's using Azure or whether it's using Xamarin, and some of the hurdles that they overcame. Some of the, and then some of the best practices that they used to build the app, and some of the things that they liked about using Xamarin. So it really, it's just kind of like sitting around talking, like over a coffee, about the app that they built. And um, so we did the Oscars. We're talking about seeing AI. We have uh, we're going to be talking to the folks from American Airlines as well. Um, we have a whole bunch of plan. We're going to be releasing it every other week. So James, you and I are coming out this week, and then in two weeks we'll be doing seeing AI. And then, so we have a bunch, bunch in the hopper, so to speak. And so two Xamarin podcasts per month now, one with you and I, James, and then one with me, a person from the mobile customer advisory team, and then a customer talking about how they use Xamarin for their app. Very cool. I love it. Very cool. So make sure you subscribe to the Xamarin podcast, wherever you get your podcast or tell all of your coworkers, all of your friends. And now... A good reason if you want to tell your boss why to also listen to some of these podcasts. They want to get that you know deep you know customer knowledge. Boom, there it is. Then they're good to go. Boom, boom, cool. Okay, everyone. Until next time, this has been your Xamarin Podcast. 